You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hello, everybody. This video is sponsored by Aura. So you guys know I am tired of all the spam phone calls that I get. I can't take it anymore. I was even on the air and somebody called and I had to put a chipmunk voice in because I was tired of the spammer. Yeah, this is a COVID payroll refund for business owners. Uh, can oh. I just ask you, are you a business owner? Nuh-uh, me? Come on, man. They threw me out of my tree last week because I brought too many nuts into the tree. You know, data brokers, they make a fortune selling your information to robocallers, spammers, pretty much anybody who's looking to find out more about you. Aura does a lot to protect you and your family from the online threats that you can't see. It's really easy to set up, so you don't have to download several different apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, VPN, password management, identity theft insurance, and more. You get everything at one affordable price. Let Aura do the hard work of keeping you safe online while you can focus on other things with peace of mind. Now put on a sweatshirt and a hat, me. Look, you can either let people profit or exploit your private information, or you can go to Aura.com slash Harloff. Simple. To start your two-week free trial, which is also linked below in the description. Aura, I'm telling you, get this, sign up for this, it'll help yourself, protect yourself, Let's get to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Capes and Cows. Big thing. It is Friday, and there, there's stuff to talk about. Look, we're going to get into Echo. I don't know how much we're going to really do spoilers on this one, because I don't think a lot of people are watching it, to be honest. So I don't want to be like, oh, I'm not really watching Echo, so I don't want it to be spoiled. I'm not even going to lead with it. We're going to talk about it, though. We're going to give our opinions on it, and if you want to watch the spoilers, um, again, doesn't seem like many of you are because I, I I had the second uh, my second episode that I did reaction and <laughs> none of you clicked on it so well it, it gives an indication is it a terrible show no I don't think so um, is it a great show no I don't think so so we'll get into that Fantastic Four I had a conversation with Mike Kalinowski the other day and we were talking about when the new Star Wars movie was potentially going to come out and he had mentioned May of 2025. And I said, no way. I said, there's no way. I said, because, and especially they got Fantastic Four. He's like, Fantastic Four ain't landing there. I said, you don't think so? I still don't think he's right about the Star Wars portion of it, but he might be right about the um, Fantastic Four because it looks like they're pushing shooting because of Pedro Pascal. Um, does that mean that they're going to move that date? We'll talk about that. There's a ton of other stuff, man. There's, as mentioning Echo, there were deleted scenes that shows that the show was kind of significantly different than what it is today. Um, there's stuff with, there's some DC stuff, James Gunn, there's rumors about Supergirl, who's going to play Supergirl. I'll tell you, out of the names that were rumored, I like them, but not my choice. Not my choice. doesn't matter because I ain't casting it, but I'll give it my, I'll give you my choice and tell you who was up for it and see what the, uh, the guys think about their choice. Uh, that and more on today's show. So if you're brand new to the show, hit that button. That's the subscribe button. That means... We want you guys to be part of the conversation. If you stumbled upon this, and even if you're watching on your TV and you're like, oh, what I watch on my TV, pick up your phone. I know you have your phone near you. Hit that subscribe button. So sometimes we see, see these views, really a lot of the views of the people coming in are not even the subscribers. Well, become a subscriber. Become part of the conversation. We do it every week here. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found, it is Capes and Cows. It's going to be me, Coy, and Winston eventually. <laughs> Here it is. Let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Capes and Cows. Myself, Koi Jandro, Winston A. Marshall. It's us. Well, Winston's on his way. He'll be here soon. So uh, it's me and you. I think it's the first time we've had a, an empty oh. seat. Oh, 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 oh right there as we he said is. It. Right as we said We just it. Right manifested Winston waited. Marshall. It was a one Wait. shot without him. Watch this. Oh, oh, that, oh. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is Capes and Cows. It's myself, Corey Jandro, Winston, hey! and Marshall. Yeah, wrestling walk-in music. And <laughs> Ralph Biscuits. What's up, guys? Nice to. Uh, Did we just start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're talking. Wow. That's perfect. That was Amazing. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we're talking started. about life. We just did the intro, but now we're. Uh, I'm. I'm actually going to leave all. I of think that it's great. I like the double <laughs> intro because you got to walk in music. Like it. It's like a that, fake that, out. That, that was definitely a dream, bro. Just like out here hitting the. <laughs> yeah, <it's good. laughs> With yeah. our own theme playing. Oh, yeah. Right, right. You, right, you yeah. summoned us to start. Yeah, I appreciate that. You were parking, and we're like, I think we yeah. should start. Yeah, I think it's about that time. Yeah, no, no, no. We got. All right, so we got a quick question. No, you got a rental. Oh uh, yeah, uh, my car's in the shop. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was like, I don't see. I don't see. Go, I, I'm just wandering here? the street. I walked. Unfortunately, we don't have time for rental talk because we got <laughs> uh, a quick out here today. Uh, I'm excited because I actually I got a chance. I'm going to be interviewing uh, Ian McShane. Nice. So many. I, I could say John Wick, but then I could say Pirates of the Caribbean. I could say Deadwood. I could say uh, everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> when you texted that, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. we'll leave. I got to ask him <laughs> One Piece. Yeah. He he narrated One Piece. Dude, it's so special. Did he? Yeah. Wow. I got to talk to him. About, I mean everything and. Just I, I just I'm never gonna do it, but I just want to hear him say Jonathan. I just I mean, can, you know, you know he's you know he's gonna be in um he's gonna be in that new movie the uh the, not the not continental the ballerina, ballerina. Yeah, yeah he's, he's tying that world together. I think he's so talented. That dude is immediately like this guy. Like you see him on screen, he's so much gravitas. Yeah, I got him mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes. I think I'm gonna put it in either in next Monday show or the following because he's got a new movie calling a uh, coming out called American Star. So we'll be talking about that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's get into some of these topics because there's a lot. Now, we can go real quick. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about Echo, but we're not going to talk about any spoilers because I just don't think enough people have seen the show. So it's not worth it. We're not, we didn't lead with it. We'll talk about it. And I don't even know what the guys think about it so far. I think I kind of got an inkling of what Koi said. And here's my thoughts on it. It's fine. The show's fine. It's not great. I wanted it to be great. It, it doesn't it sells itself as something differently in the trailer for sure and the way I said it, it's like a, it's like Netflix light meets CW right it's got like and that's not and it's better as you said Koi said before is it's better than a lot of the stuff that Marvel has done recently true it's just forgettable and I think I know the reason mm. why they dumped it all at once mm. because this is the perfect example. I watched three episodes of it because, and I wanted to see how the story was going. I was like, oh, I have the next one. I'll watch it. And then I haven't gone back to go. It's been out. And I haven't gone back to, to watch finish. four and five. And oh, you haven't finished? No, I haven't finished. Four is the best. I think the best episode. I'm sure it is. And that's probably yeah. why they did it. And it's like, if you're watching, you're like, I want to see the story goes. But if it's week to week, mm -hmm. I think they would have lost even more people. So, yeah, because we did have a gap with yeah. the screeners early. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I, I just kind of bailed with, on it. Without without spoiling anything, what, what's the main focus on four? Conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude, so, well, Winston, what do you think of the show overall? <laughs> you, Sam. you hit it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, there are moments where I'm like, wow, okay, cool. There are other moments where I'm like, I I, I honestly found myself completely drifting off and doing something else. Right. Which, right. It's which dull sometimes. This is similar to, uh, uh, it's not a foreign language film, but mm. it is. it is in the sense of... Like, for example, you can't watch Parasite unless you speak Korean. You mm -hmm. can't watch Parasite without paying attention to the subtitles. I love that ASL took such a major element to the show. Um, and that added, uh, a, like, both a unique look into the world of Echo and anybody that, you know, is, like, uh, uses ASL or anything mm -hmm. like that. But because the show at times was boring... If you were not engaged, you I'm not paying attention to the subtitles. You know what's funny about that is I was uh, during my watch, uh, my reaction, I said something like, who's that? Is that our uncle or father? And he's like, dude, pay attention. I'm like, they lost me, man. And I'm like, they lost me. So, like, for example, I have been a massive anime head since I can remember. And there are times where I straight up am like, I'm not going to watch anime right now because I don't have the attention span to read subtitles. Right. Um, or this is a part of the story that's kind of boring. So, like, once we get to another story arc, I'll hop back in because of whatever. So that was the only problem with this is at times because it could be boring, I it's found it, myself it drifting. It just doesn't hold you the way you know. The way that sometimes the trailer it sometimes it does, but the way that the trailer, that first trailer yes. came out, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna be locked into this thing. The seeds, and I don't even think what I would assume, and you could tell me. The stuff that you really saw in the trailer doesn't seem like it happens until like the end of the series. Mm -hmm. 
I think for me, I so I, if it's like you know exceptional, great, good, fine. I think I'm a little above your guys' take, and I, I go good over fine for my experience of it. Because I wasn't as bored as it seemed like you guys got in parts, but I definitely wanted more. And I do feel like the edit was more my issue because I think yeah. it was probably I heard rumors it was eight at one point, mm-hmm. and then it got brought down to its standard six, and then five, it became right, five. Yeah, yeah. So I heard like you know it was it was eight when they were conceiving it, and mm-hmm. then it was going to be a regular, and then they were like, ooh, enough is still not good they made it five and i think that the the strength of six or eight would have been the supporting characters that i really enjoyed didn't ever have a, a beat to close on and that felt like hollow which you haven't gotten to yeah, yet but yeah. there's i love like what biscuits and what I love uh, biscuits to biscuits and henry the guy that works at the skate rink that yeah. like that like yeah, yeah, yeah. this intimidating guys, yeah. like yeah. that guy i really wanted more of his journey alongside echoes and i also think there's you haven't gotten to four yet but there's the first time that i felt like maya was as fleshed out as she needed to be mm-hmm. was in four okay. mm-hmm. and my issue was i got the stoicism i got the warrior i got all of that but i wanted to see a little bit of what was driving her besides just vengeance because mm. that's uh, john that's wick exactly needs the dog right. you know what i mean like john right. wick needs the dog yeah, well, I, because I, the dog is his wife that's the, right. that's the other thing it, you, you're like yes we're whatever you're okay it's a dog and like but there was the last dogs, thing of his it's, wife it's the which last is, thing of his wife yeah. and that becomes the anchor so if there was i want a little bit more than just like i was in new york i was wrong the, the fact that she's more fleshed out Overall, in Hawkeye, than her own show. That's, that's I think by the time you get to four, I, I'm in. Like, and so my issue would be, I would have loved to have seen the vulnerability and the honesty behind mm-hmm. her acting earlier, so I could be invested earlier, yeah. and then maybe you wouldn't have been as bored or wouldn't have been disengaged. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Again, I think, I think that, you just didn't connect to enough con- people. I think that what it is is that I'm interested enough in the story and the fact that again, the same reason I brought up like. Uh, Blue Beetle, Ms. Marvel, the stuff with the family and the stuff with the with with her, um, her grandmother and all that that works. It, right. it works really, and it's and I love the connection with the grandmother's ex boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's helping her out. Like it all works, but the thing is, you could tell that they were trying to sell it on the kingpin angle of it for right. a lot of it, and that sometimes when they were doing that stuff, the emotional stuff, that stuff worked. But then they would do some of the fight choreograph uh, stuff in the beginning was bad. Was like mm. not good, bad, and fake blood. And I'm talking about like uh, CGI blood. It drives me nuts. I hate CGI blood. Just I think it. they made the show TVMA after Hawkeye. I don't think this was intended to be. Maybe not. I, the, I. That's what it felt like to me. Was they went okay? We want to get it darker to appeal to Netflix and bridge the gap towards our new take on yeah. Daredevil. I think the reaction to Hawkeye Kingpin changed the show a lot. I think they were like, we need to make it a little, and then they added some Kingpin footage. Right. Maybe they let D'Onofrio go back in and and do and some do stuff that, on his own. Thing like the, 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 the when he beats the piss out that, of that felt guy. like maybe a like because that you don't need that actor yeah i mean it's a new actor it's right. a young uh yeah. Lachua cox right. and the scene in the in the plane i don't think you've gotten to yet um the scene of him talking to certain people wouldn't need all the actors back yeah. you'd need a soundstage so i can see them upping the kingpin making sure. it more like the netflix show then adding the blood so it feels well there is a story that will after i hear winston's point that i want to jump to is that uh there was the the rumor of so what the show was of the, the deleted scenes of how different the show was, and we'll go over it in a second. But mm. what were you gonna say? I was just gonna. I, I wanted to. You know, I don't want it to seem like because we said it was fine. That means that there were good elements. Of course, to it, and were, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just like trashing the show because yeah. I'm not. So like some of the things you said, the family stuff. I think when done well is really well. The one thing that Marvel always gets right, and I have to give them credit for that. We very rarely have seen bad acting. Yeah, um, this acting. is the situation where the acting in this was very spot on. I thought, like, like you said, biscuits. Like, I love biscuits. That's hilarious. Biscuit rules. Not just the name, but just like yeah. how, the, like, the, how he's acting. I thought the grandmother really yeah. what, did do yeah. a wonderful job of that. I love the three goons that you'll meet in the, in the. I know the rank. Yeah, yes, I you might feel hated that. No, no, I liked I it. In, hated. That. I liked it in the sense that, like, I love watching. All right, I want to go quick spoiler. I have to. Okay, to okay. Spoiler. Which, which part? Up. Which part? So this is a quick spoiler for episode three. Three. So if you haven't seen it, then just fast forward, <laughs> and I'll put a time code. So they know how dangerous this woman is. They know that she is the one who, at the time, they think killed Kingpin. Right. So this guy wants to make sure that he locks her down and that he catches a reward and he does all this stuff. So he calls New York and who does he call his sister? Who's out of her freaking mind. And then the most incompetent ever friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then it's, it's so bad. <laughs> and then they wonder, what are you doing in there? It's like, come on. It was well, so okay. bad. I, okay. But here's why I enjoyed it. 
Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. Don't you dare compare them to Breaking Bad. Where's this going? Where's this going? I need you to hear me out, sir. I need you to hear me out. Don't make me regret that I did not lock that door. We could have started earlier, Winston. I'm not comparing it to Breaking Bad and saying that this show even holds a candle to it. But one of the things that I do love in these kind of like gangster or drug stories is the incompetent like henchmen that really. So because on top of that, that also helps you balance out to see how terrible. But Jesse and his friends were established, and you you earned that when they got into those things. These they just showed up, and you're like, who are these? You, you got teased with that in the first episode when she with shows him. up. I yes, mean, when well, you talk about the other two, yeah, the, it, it's goons, and on top of that, even with the MA, we're still oh, dealing with the fact fine. that this is a comic book. That, so like, no, that's come on, the Dark I'm Knight not, was a comic book. I understand that, and there are also some goons in there, like the, but the, not like that. I I not get like it. I get it. That, that is bad. that is too. Jack Reacher one toilet bed. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But that's the whole point. You got to remember. You're talking about three, like one dude that kind of is in this crime world. But these are country hicks that live in this small town on a reservation. Ozark they had don't country hicks in a, a country hicks in a small town that were terrifying. I mean, and I understand that they're not meant to be terrifying. But, it, me- but that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean from the show that was pitched in the trailer. To the CW aspect, that was that's the CW. Aspect, sure, though. if you want to give that the CW aspect, that's fine. I I it didn't bother me to see <laughs> it. <laughs> it didn't bother me to see it. It is what it is, especially considering we have had things that are actually the dude you were talking about on Loki. That was bad. That was, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, I've gone back bad. to rewatch it. That was bad. <laughs> he was okay. Bad. What did he was, say? The reactors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to get the reactors. So like, what do you mind? Sears in your mind. So yeah, no more dead cops. But, like, <laughs> but, but 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 the the acting is something that I will give credit for, and then and. Then and you, they, Marvel has done a very good job about being able to bring cultures into these shows. So bringing in um, specifically uh, native culture and sure. really like giving moments to highlight that. I thought the lacrosse scene was awesome. That was cool. Um, yeah. You know, so like that kind of stuff like that. Um, those are the things where I give them so much credit for. They have not missed a mark about showing us varying diverse cultures in what if in what kind of forever in all sorts of miss marvel you get to see that it felt like miss marvel in that it incorporated a culture that didn't feel like it was that's what i dug about it i felt really i felt included right i felt included in that i was learning Mm -hmm. i that's the stuff as you said this is not like i started by saying it's fine you watch my you watch my reactions i'm going there are things that i dig about it there's other times i'm just like I wish that was better. That's always that. It was more so like this. I never felt like this. It's minus the toilet, minus the Jack Reacher toilet people. Uh, other than that, I was like more so like, oh, it's gonna be so good, and it just never got there. Yeah, to 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 take my one little sports analogy for the day. What the, the thing that that ends up happening? I feel like with all of these shows, when you're bringing the culture in, and that's what makes it kind of hard. It shouldn't be a trick play because the right. heart and the soul. Of of anybody's story is who they are at their core, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, even though the culture stuff is not shoehorned in, it is done exceptionally well. That feels like a trick play. That feels like a flea flicker that you got exceptionally right, but your run game sucks. And so, yeah, yeah, he don't get flea it. Flea flicker. He don't get game. it. He don't get it. He don't know what that Sports means. Ball. He don't know what that means. I say all that to say, just like I love that Miss Marvel. That Wakanda Forever. Well, I actually like Wakanda yeah. Forever. Uh, that this they, they they get the cultural stuff, but then when like. The key elements of like making me want to sit right. and watch the show don't right. work. That's well, hard. The same for thing me. with Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle to me, like the stuff that works is that family stuff and the superhero stuff. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's the same. It's the same. I've seen it a million times. This is less of that and more of like, oh man, if it was just there was just something missing. There's just something like missing. I, I'm curious what you think when you get to the end. And one, I hate the expression sports ball. I'm sorry to sports fans, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> I think that at the end, I really like how they land the superhero stuff with the mysticism. There's a really cool moment that ties in the culture they influence and instead of doing like a superhero landing I don't want to give it away but instead of doing a superhero landing I like that reveal yeah. I thought that was really like mm-hmm. unique to this world yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I think it might get better for you especially four I think four is the best episode yeah. but I think overall you'll be less you bothered by things in three. I do okay. I think it ends strong good okay. I think four is excellent so overall it resolves well, it's well just like five's night. a little rush <laughs> I see five's that. a little like it's got a lot to have yeah. to do and it feels it well, you said that about moon Knight, though and I don't really agree and I'm in the minority um you think the final episode is the best? No, no, no. The this, the penultimate is the best. For exactly. Sure. For, for sure. But I remember what we were talking here. about. The, but I can't remember who said it. One of you guys said that the, then it just ended tra- trash, right? 
That's the very trash. someone did. I don't know. Someone. Did. I don't but, love the ending, but like you know, Moon Knight. I think is better than a lot of people do. But I do too. Moon Knight. The last fifteen minutes of it was was like oh, is it giant crocodile me? gods? Yeah, not not great. And especially after coming off of that, fan, the, to me that was one of my favorite episodes yeah. of Marvel television Same. ever. Was that was that penultimate episode? Absolutely, so freaking good. But I, I hear what you're saying. But I want to. I mean, it does end in a way at the end of episode three that I'm going okay. Well, let's see how we end. Can we mm-hmm. can we stick the landing? And and as I said when I was even tweeting out about it, just it's fine. Yeah. It's like compared to like some of the other shows, it's it's way better than uh, than I guess Secret Invasion. Oh, it's way right. yeah. it's way better than She Hulk. It's way better than uh, I mean I think it's it's better than a lot of the different shows because I do like the tone that they were going for. Mm-hmm. I think they just it's like I it's almost like yeah keep going for that. Keep going for that tone. You know, who said it yesterday? I think it was uh, uh, Kalinowski was talking about such a great point that I never really thought about that we didn't really talk about is that normally with television, you back in the day, you pilot season, you shot the pilot, you hope to get the pilot that the that the networks were happy enough, and mm-hmm. then it, then you go, go to series. Now it's, oh, yeah, okay, go to series. Mm-hmm. And it used to like you'd have a recast sometimes for the pilot. You'd have right. a new actor in a role because that part right. didn't work. You'd actually get it like tested. They don't do that anymore. No, it's no. Just like it's like they green light and then you go yeah. um, for streaming. And it's like that might not be the way to go. I, I, I'm so curious because there's a couple things that I will say that Marvel TV again does exceptionally well. Look at WandaVision. Uh, look at Moon Knight. Look at this. They they really do an exceptional job of the pen ultimate episode. Really being like, God damn! Yeah, like yeah. it. You like I. It, it wasn't the penultimate, but it was the the one before that in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. When you see uh, the what will become U.S. agent um, kill that dude with yeah. the shield, that wasn't. If I'm not mistaken, that was episode four, not five. And that one was oh, like, right. yeah. Uh, Right, right. I also think this show and that show both landed their tones uh, from the the creator's side well. I think the overall show didn't quite get the tone it wanted, but I do think that there was a vision in the directing, in the the way it was shot, the DP work. It felt specific, and a lot of Marvel shows haven't. So to me, I mean, obviously Loki did, and and the good ones do. WandaVision did. But this show, I love that the cinematography of the motorcycle flowed into some of the Native American art. And the music's music's fantastic. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that feel intentional, and that's what I liked about it, but I do think it did suffer from it's not as bad as what rumors we heard on watchable and no, releasable not at all but no. i do think it suffered from whatever that stuff was leaking into the final cut having to be pieced together it, after well because in in it's one of the same things that like boba fett did in a not as not not as guilty as boba fett but still boba fett when you saw those trailers like and and you heard interviews mm. this is a gangster story this is the godfather and goodfellas of star wars and it was anything but that the guy was the, it was not even close he was he 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 became less um as time progressed he was yeah, like a friendly uncle it was and every single time I'm Boba Fett. Yeah, we get it. We know you. He name. became like Tamora Morrison, the guy. Yeah. Like there's this friendly yeah, uncle. Yeah, like, yeah. He, just, he, did. he just like Boba Fett would yeah, be Boba Fett. Like, hey, I'm Tamora Morrison. I'm a friendly and, fellow. And so when I say this, it's it's not as drastic. It's not as, not as intense as as the uh, I don't know mismarketing or false advertising as Boba Fett. But this is uh, they set it up like it's this full on. Netflix daredevil thing about the relationship between especially the first episode. Yeah, her mm-hmm. and Kingpin. Um and it isn't. It's more so about the family and and then this small town thing for a bit. Like they're trying to go for like a sons of anarchy thing. Um which is fine and it works, but it's not the trailer that they were trying to sell everybody on because that they knew that what they cut was the more interesting thing. And I think thing. the thing that the trailer was was the the Hawkeye reaction. Yeah. I think that this yeah. trailer was in response to our opinion of Kingpin. Mm. And the stuff I think they added was all the hardcore intense stuff. Right. Love the silent film part. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. hundred percent. There's some great stuff. As you mentioned, there's some really cool stuff in in the show. It's just like, it's just, it, it from all the cool stuff, you're just like, continue that thread. It yeah. would go like this. But that's, again, I think that's what they do really well. They hit genre stuff so well. So doing in Moon Knight, the Inception yeah. stuff, doing the silent film in this, doing all of those homages to TV and yeah. WandaVision, which is why we were so hooked, because it was like, you're doing the mystery, but damn, you nailed, like, the Lu- I Love Lucy. You nailed the modern family. You nailed, you know? Right. So, yeah. All right, before we move on to, I want to get to the Echo thing about uh, what the show is supposed to be, and so a little bit more detail about that on a report from comicbookmovie.com. I wanted to tell you guys both about Trade Coffee and AG1. I'll tell you about them both right now. 
I've been telling you guys about AG1 for a while. Did you start AG1 yet? What's AG1? Oh, stop that. i got to tell you about AG1. AG1 is the best because taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should be simple. And that's why for the last two years, I have been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. Just one scoop, you put it in a bottle of water every day, and it makes me feel energized. I'm focused, I'm nourished, I'm strong, I'm ready to take on the day. It's because it's awesome. It's awesome. And each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit, and it's also very simple. What I do is I wake up and I have one of those packets. I put it in. Um, I got this zoo cup. Mm-hmm. I love this zoo cup. And I put uh, the AG one because I don't. I can't take seventy five vitamins. I just can't do it. It's all. <laughs> it's all because people think all these vitamins throughout yeah. the day. And I take I, just one. Put it in packet. You shake it up. Extra cold water. One scoop. That's it. If I'm running short on time and I can't mix my AG one before I head out, I just take take the travel pack. And each is an individual serving of AG one. It's easy to mix on the go. And it helps me ensure my daily nutrients no matter what. I did it on when I did the Big Thing live shows and in the stand-up comedy show. It's like I have them. I'm good to go. Because if there's one product that I have to recommend, I recommend this all the time. If you've been watching my show long enough, you know I've been AG1. And I've partnered with them for such a long time. If you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. you got to try AG1. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, NK2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash big thing. ag1.com slash big thing. Check it out. I'm telling you. Um, before you go, I'm going to give you AG1. I want that. You no, I need that. that. You will love that. I'm going to give you some. You need trade if you want to hit the ground running with your New Year goals. It's a subscription service. that It sources the best coffee across the country, and it brings it to your doorsteps. And they've built relationships with other 55 local roasters, and you can enjoy their craft from the comfort of your own home. There's multiple ways to experience coffee with trade, and you sign up with a subscription or try one of their starter packs today. Riley, look at this one. This is the one that I'm, I'm going to start. This I know. I'm, I'm a staring at it. huge coffee drinker it's, here, you, so I'm you, now. I'm, this is so convenient. It is so convenient. The delivery service is so convenient, and it's fantastic coffee. It's fantastic coffee. It is so good, and I'm telling you, I want them to come back. If you like this show and you are supportive of this show and you love coffee, get yourself some trade. I'm telling you, get yourself some trade. It is absolutely incredible, and I can't sing their praise high enough. It is so good. It smells good, and you can jumpstart your year. Just sign up for a trade subscription right now, and they're offering a free bag with select subscription plans when you visit drinktrade.com slash big thing. That's drinktrade.com slash big thing. Get a free bag with select subscription plans. Do it. Drinktrade.com slash big thing. All right. Thank you to our friends over at AG1 and Trade Coffee. Love the smell in here every time we got Trade Coffee. Winston, take a whiff of that, by the way. Go ahead and open it up. Whenever a white boy tells you that, take a whiff. You're going to get high or something, but it's a. God damn. That's what I'm telling you. It's not from here, but I want a deeper hug. Whoa. It's it's so good. Oh, you got any extra, bro? Uh, is... I'm telling you, you got a. It is a great deal going on at Trade Coffee right now. <laughs> Watch the ad. What? So how? how I, yeah, and that smells great. I'm telling you, and don't, a, don't let me forget when I leave. You should do it. I'm telling you, Trade, trade Coffee AG One. They're both fantastic. And you guys, you want to help out the show, and you want to get that kind of reaction. Woo. Go and uh, and f- get them today. I want them back. I want them back. I want somebody to get them today. <sighs> All right, let's. This could be, I guess, a possible spoiler. So for Echo, here, here's the report. It says a closer look at a deleted scene from Echo sheds new light on how the series changed over time with the seemingly minor sequence changing everything we know about the latest MCU series. No matter whether you loved or loathed Echo, it probably didn't take you long to notice that the series was put through the ringer during post-production. From a shoehorned-in recap of Maya Lopez's backstory to those oddly situated flashbacks featuring her ancestors rumors of marvel studios cutting an entire episode now makes sense when maya reunites with her cousin and grandfather it is clear that it isn't the first time she shared the screen with them we don't know whether echo required extensive reshoots but the second episode for example has seven credited writers we'd bet on there being a lot of scenes which didn't didn't survive the editing room and only can hope that Daredevil Born Again, which is being completely overhauled despite several episodes being shot, now fares a little better. Scooper, can we get toast? Recently shared a screenshot from one of Echo's trailers offering some 
insights into a major sequence which was deleted. There was a scene where Uncle Harry was safely shot by Maya using Tucklow's powers was actually filmed for Echo and it was cut. Maya would have shot Henry to convince Kingpin that she was on his side, but Henry would have survived with the help of his mortician friend. Not only does this mean Echo was once planning to pretend she was on the Kingpin's side, but her powers were going to emerge much sooner. That suggests the entire finale was reworked, unless the idea was for Maya to return to New York with Fisk after their clash, taking his operation down from the inside. We'll never know. Uh, we They gave it a 3.5 out of what? 5 or 10? I don't know. They said, uh, uh, how do you pronounce your name? I think it's Alakwa. Alakwa Cox is triumphant in Echo, a series which may have taken a beating in the editing room, but manages to deliver a ferocious, culturally significant story, which puts Maya Lopez on the map and ushers in a new era of MCU storytelling. All right, so they they, they dug it. Um, and, I, and I think that's fair. I've, like I said, I haven't seen four I and five. I think 3.5 is fair. I think that's, that's that. Five? I mean, I could say if, if yeah. four and five deliver for me, I can get, I would be able to, if it was like really, I'm like, well, four and five are awesome. Yeah. Then I can, I could get to that score. I guess, you know what? Because you were talking about your grading scale. Like fine for me is a C. A C is fine. It's yeah. not, you're not, not good job, but not like bad yeah. job. It's yeah, just like, I, I yeah. think C plus is a good, and I'd give it a C plus. So I guess three point five isn't. I'd go three point seven five, but like it's right around there for me, like yeah. that range. It's above seven. average, but not three point five is seven out of ten. Yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's, that's a, what that's I'm a, saying. A, it's a C. Yeah. That's a C. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'd so put I think, it slightly above that, but I, yeah. I, I think we're on the same page. I'm, I'm like I'm in the I'm in the three three point five three. I'd say three right now, and I got to see how it ends. So overall, look, the thing got changed. Uh, the tone changed, but what I was going to say is World War Z is a film that, um, if you remember that movie, if you remember what happened beforehand, people thought it was going to be the biggest disaster of all time because it was going through all these changes. There were a bunch of reshoots. There were a bunch of like things that rewrites, and they were like, "This is going to be a, a, a nightmare," mm -hmm. and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's a it's a rare example, and people use that example all the time. Do I think that this is a World War Z scenario? Where like, oh, they made a really great thing. No, but they didn't make a disaster. Sure. And so they, whatever they did, I think that they did right because they fixed. Maybe it was just a bunch of. It was terrible. It's not terrible. No. No. And maybe maybe that's the thing. If you saw the the product and realized maybe it was really bad. Because remember, there were rumors they weren't even going to air this. Mm -hmm. We had heard that a long time ago, and then they got it to a place where like, if because if we were working on something and we're like, dude, we have to put this out. We can't put this out. And Marvel's under so much of a spotlight right, right now. And then they we can't. came back. <laughs> but then you came back and you made this. But, yeah, but if yeah. you came back and you made this. Yeah. And you would, it all at once. You would, say, you would say, this is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, can, we can put this out. Absolutely. And we can drop it all at one. It's a one good story. Is it the best thing we ever made? No. But it's a good story and it works. Sports analogy number two. Damn, the season's going to the toilet. At least we made the playoffs. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You get that reference, yeah. right? There you go. Surface level sports reference. And even more. They didn't come in last. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. They didn't come in last. Because nope. they've been coming in last on the public opinion. Even right. if their box office has been good, this is you, better right. for them. You don't have to be faster than the lion. You yeah. just got to be right. faster than everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's it. So or at least not the slowest guy. Yeah, this was faster than the slowest guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you guys, what'd you think so far? You know, it, it, did you think that they did a pretty good job. Did you like the show? If you if you didn't like it, is it because you thought it just wasn't good at all, or you just kind of, eh? You know, I understand that more. So. I I understand the. I don't know. It was fine more so than it was bad. That that one I don't get as much because like I've there's been a lot of bad shows and that have come out, and I just don't think this is part of that. Um, all right, the big news that I kind of led with. We wind up talking about this one for longer than I thought we would, but um, Fantastic Four. Here's the news. Fantastic Four. Filming reportedly is delayed. Pedro Pascal exits weapons to clear his schedule. Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four reboot was originally scheduled to begin shooting this April, but a new report claiming that the filming is now being pushed to later in the year. Mark Cassidy says, Previous reports have indicated that cameras were set to begin rolling on Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four reboot around April, but it seems that the production has been hit with a delay which could ultimately lead to the movie's May 2025 release date being pushed back. Jeff Snyder says filming won't get underway until Q3 between July and September, and he believes a release date probably imminent. In addition, Pedro Pascal, who is now said to be a lock to play Reed Richards, has been forced to drop out of Barbarian director Zach Kreger's new horror film Weapons in order to clear his schedule for Fantastic Four. Still waiting for that official cast announcement, but it's looking highly likely that Pascal will be joined by Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm, Eben Mosbarak, 
uh, is Ben Grimm. And there are rumors. No way. Oh yeah, he's my favorite casting one? of all that. I, I remember. I remember the rumor. I think part of what it was is we did talk we about that for before. A while, yeah. mm-hmm. I only am about to finish the bear right oh, now. He's oh, so he's so good. He's, he's such a perfect. I just watched Forks. Oh, oh it's, 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 well, well, no, no, no. I just Forks. watched. I, I watched. Christmas I watched episode? Fishes. I watched oh, yeah, Fishes. Yeah, but, but I love fishes. him in Forks. I love him in Forks. Yeah, like Fishes is incredible. But I love him in Forks. He's the lead of Forks. Like that's his episode. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. Sorry, for me too. No, I was, I, no but I, was, I was as excited as you were when I was, because I was watching, I was in, into season two, and that rumor was uh, was was out there. The, the There are rumors that Killian Murphy and Mads Mikkelsen are top picks to play Dr. Doom, which host Christian Harloff hates both of those choices, <laughs> but other actors are sure to be in uh, contention. So is that it? Nope. The team's most prolific foe is not expected to have a significant role in the reboot. In fact, he might only show up in the post credit scene, but the villain could well emerge as the big new bad of the MCU, especially after the news that Marvel has decided to part ways with Kang actor Jonathan Majors. Several well-placed sources have claimed that Doom will be one of the main villains in Secret Wars. Javier Bardem is said to be the top choice for Galactus, but his schedule may prevent him from signing on. The Eater of Worlds Herald is believed to be Silver Surfer, but a female take on the character. A recent rumor claimed that Anya Tyler-Joy is being eyed for that role, and the fans embraced it. Um, okay. So. <laughs> they did, so, passionately. Yeah, so. so much. I, look, I, real quick, if we're, if we're, since I was just thrown out there, I think hearing that at first, as far as like, oh, they're going to do a female take on Silver, yes, it exists. I was like... I don't necessarily need to, but the minute you mentioned on Anya Taylor Joy, I was like, actually, I could be okay with that. There are exceptions to the to every rule where you go yeah, like, I don't necessarily need this she's to happen. So other world but she's so yeah. cosmic alien vibe. Yeah, I me, feel like she me, would crush like, it. Yeah, for that, for that, it's like, okay, just show me what what's what's the role, how does it play in? I don't mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Whatever. Um, as far as look, I love Killian Murphy. I was so excited that he were for, that he won for Golden Globes. He just played Doctor Doom. He just played <laughs> I don't I don't I don't need I don't need him to play uh Doctor Doom. I don't think he. I don't think he fits the role of Doctor. I don't either. I don't at all. And I certainly think Mads Mikkelsen is the worst choice. Bring Why? back Casilius. Why do I think he's? What are you talking about? Mads Mikkelsen's the best. Hell yeah, he's the best. He was in the MCU already. Yeah, he was already in Doctor Strange. He's Stop. There's more actors out there. Yeah, there are more actors out there, and you have a better chance. Get somebody else. Don't need Mads Mikkelsen again to play every villain in every Disney movie. He's in Indiana Jones. He's in that. It's like, stop it with Mads Mikkelsen. It's a terrible choice. And I love Mads Mikkelsen. You don't need him in more Marvel movies. Uh, Killian Murphy, it's one of those things that they cast him. I'm like, well, it's terrible. He's freaking good to be an Oscar winning actor. Yeah, by about, the end of the year. By the end of the year. Love him. But yeah. he does, just doesn't fit. Like right. that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a it's a situation where like you could look. Okay, let me find something other than a sport because I literally was going to go. Oh, for be like, three. He's going for three today. I was going for a third one today. I was just going to say it's like this is one of the greatest shooters of all time. I need someone to play defense. I, I'm like, what What are you? No, <laughs> one of the best home run hitters we've ever seen. I need a pitcher. Right. Like, I just, I don't. I think his eyes would look awesome peering out of the mask. Sure. And I think that he's got presence. But I, and, and this might be heightist or something that someone will claim I'm being inappropriate about. But I think his presence is, though, Larger than life, he's still a slight man, and yeah. I think that like yeah. no matter how you shoot, you can shoot Tom Hardy taller than he is. You can shoot certain actors taller than they are. There's a there's a beautiful quiet elegance. calm about him. Yeah, yes. there's a beautiful yeah. elegance to his movements that is quaint. He's smaller, and and I think that isn't Doom. No. Vecna, yeah, whoever that actor is, he's got a Vecna big, would be great. He's just I think that the problem is with because in my I'm thinking him. Right, the Ryan Gosling. I mean, the problem is because they cast the Pedro Pascal, they have to be closer in age for peers. And that yeah. kid, that Jamie Bauer, I think Jamie Campbell Bauer. Yeah, so that kid, he's, he's, he can't even be 30 years old, that guy. Well, so, yeah. you know, this is going to be controversial, and some of y'all might not agree with me. Ralph Biscuits. If Ralph Biscuits would cry. No, just Biscuits. Biscuits is actually if, the Echo Origins Biscuits. <laughs> if that's the big twist that Biscuits was doomed, <laughs> after I'm betrayed yeah. by Kingpin, he becomes Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um, Doctor Biscuits. This is gonna sound. This is sound controversial, but uh, oh my god, I just forgot his name. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, see, he's my read. I, but not anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, him, but him and Pedro. 
I actually would. I think that he would actually do an incredible yeah. job at Doom. He's also I, got a, a slightness to him, though. Even though Don Johnny put on the muscle, he always carries himself he, like a smaller guy. And there's also that thing because he always kind of plays that nerd a little bit. You can see the slight that he. Well, would that's feel why I like. The, uh, that's why I like him as Reed. But yeah. I know Pedro. It seems like, especially if they're moving in for him. And I also don't like that casting too. Uh, I love Pedro which Pascal, is fine. But, uh, but it's it's the other thing with that Pedro Pascal casting is you better put every if you're going to Vegas and it's out there. Him being having a major role in that Mandalorian movie with, uh, or as I say, <laughs> Mandalorian and Grogu. That's yeah. the name of that title. It definitely but, is. But it's the Grogu he, movie. But if he's in that movie, it's a quick cameo like he did. It's his voice the entire time. Yeah. Because some people are like, well, they're going to definitely need need him. No, they don't. That movie goes when? into production this year. Yeah. And yeah. no chance. So, yeah, You think you heard his arm doing stunts and training for Fantastic Four? The question is whether or not he's going to have enough time. Uh, to do any of this stuff, uh, and like I said, I think he's he's great. But it go, it's kind of, although he's not been cast in uh, a Marvel thing before, mm-hmm. he's in everything. It's funny because Pedro Pascal on any other list, I'd be elated. Yeah. Killian Murphy on any other list, I'd be elated. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby on any other list, I'd be oh, elated. I love her, I, I love her for it, but depends on who their read is. Right. I because it, it's chemistry. Sure, sure, sure. I don't. I can't put her with Pedro in my mind yet. Obviously, I trust the cast right. director. Obviously, I'm excited to see it. But when I think of this cast, the family's so important, I can't picture them together right. yet. Right. So I, I think that this list on paper, I'm way more excited about than when I actually sit and think about it. And, and I think Killian Murphy is, is literally one of my favorite actors of all time. He's one of my favorite actors alive right now. I still don't quite see it just because of, of how intimidating I see him as physically. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Colin Firth. Ooh. As Doom, you're talking. I'm talking like that. That that's uh that's uh, 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 Kingsman, right? That's the same Colin Firth. Isn't yeah. It? Oh. Yeah. yeah like Sixty years old. Yeah, I was like, isn't he like twenty years on paper? Okay, but 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 it doesn't matter. He doesn't look that old. Firth. He doesn't look like that old. Sixty-three years. Old. <laughs> okay, and how old is Pedro? How old is Pedro? Pedro? How old is Pedro? Forty-six. Five, forty-six. Yeah. The hell are you talking that's, about? That's about the same. And hey, you know what? Put Anthony Hopkins in there. We do crack. What are you talking about? That man's got two yeah. good years left in him. We fall down hard now. Yeah, can we? Let's put Anthony Hopkins in there. Yeah, yeah, might as well. He's got a great voice and presence. Yeah, no, they just resurrected George Carlin. Yeah, Sean Connery is coming back, and he's yeah, doctor too. <laughs> no, we crack hard, Winston. That's fine. I just, I literally was just. It's time, you Fantastic Four. I'm gonna get you all. Eighty-year-old Samuel Jackson is moving. Much better than any 63-year-old white guy at this point. Put him in the suit. It's just how it goes. They might as well. Might as well. Uh, if the Mads is well for it. It's multiverse. <laughs> I, I think I think Marvel's casting um, is, uh, compared to, like, uh, you look at James, James Gunn, to me, is a casting wizard. Yeah. He really is. He's a mm. casting wizard. Mm-hmm. And I think compared to Marvel... Uh, they don't hold a candle. Phase one through three Marvel, I would argue they did because if you look at what the the magic of what they had to do, they had to plan ten years in advance and they had to look at chemistry going forward with all these people that weren't going to be in movies together yet. Yeah, like that first phase especially, you have four disparate movies leading to five. They had to have their chemistry mastered to hope that would ever exist. So I would say that it was exceptional and now it's great, but it's not. To me, what it was. Totally. Um, all right. So, like I said, it's got to be a shorter show today, but I uh, I want to get into this. I mentioned James Gunn, and I want to talk to you guys about this uh, super Supergirl casting. Supergirl, Millie Alcock, Amelia Jones, and Meg Donnelly in the mix to play the woman of tomorrow. Recent rumors indicated that the Flash actress, Sasha Kaye, would, repri- would not be reprising the role of Kara for the planned DC Reboot, and now we have confirmation that DC Studios will soon begin the search to find our woman of tomorrow. According to Deadline, screen tests will get underway next month. Millie Alcock, Amelia Jones, and Meg Donnelly are in the mix, although the reports mention there is a chance that the studio could make a straight offer to a movie star. DC Studios' James Gunn is involved in the casting process. As the trade also confirms, this new take of Girl of Steel will make her debut in an earlier DCU project, which means there's a decent chance the character will show up in Superman Legacy. The search for a director to Helm Woman of Tomorrow is ongoing. Um, all right, so we'll get into all the other, so just the, the casting of those three. Ah, that's why I'm throwing off because I literally thought for half a second, did Amelia Clark get married and change her last <laughs> time? I didn't realize it. They're taking also, her out of secret evasion. I also was because I was then looking at the photo of the Amelia Jones that you 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That because she's she, she's the one that's in House Hoda. of the Dragon. No, right? no, no, no. That's she's Millie, Millie Alcock. Alcock is that's in. Millie Alcock. Yeah, yeah. Is, okay. So I guess that's why I was confused. That's I heard Amelia Jones. Jones thought that maybe she married somebody either with the last name of Jones, and because Millie Alcock looks so much like Amelia Clark, which it did on purpose because they need to look like family, like being descendants of each other. That all makes more sense now, and I know exactly who that is. Yeah. So yeah. Meg Donnelly to me, out of the three, it, look wise. Mm. Again, this is this is the same conversation we had about uh, Superman. Yeah, I didn't know anything about David Corn Sweat. I said the look. As mm. what have I seen? And I, and I and as far as the look goes, she's got a great look. Mm. My pick is Isabel May from 1883. I remember you said that. You said mm. that. Yeah. She she to me is because also I also very familiar with her um, her acting, and she's mm. a phenomenal phenomenal actress. What has she been in? She was in 1883. Oh, you and just said that. Okay. She, yeah, she was in a couple other things though too. But I like this, Millie Alcock because she's got that alienness, that otherworldliness, and she's so talented. But like I see. Goes it. back to what you were talking about with uh, with with Killian. He, she's, she's just to me. She seems she so is petite. very yeah yeah. And um, and there's a warriorness to Supergirl that I mean she's got I, a warriorness to her. Warrior, a hundred percent. You but could. there's a physical presence to Doctor Doom that I I just I think is so important. Yeah, Millie Alcock was fantastic. Yeah. In Truly. House of the Dragons, fantastic. Had it not been for the fact that they also had a, um, you know, the, the with the transition into when she, when the character's older, mm-hmm. also played just phenomenal. So like it, it just because people were like, oh, I don't want Millie Alcock to go. I don't I don't want her to, to leave. But yeah, then and that's such incredible. And then everyone was both. incredible. So I think that um, yeah. I mean, it, it depends on. Look, this is what I just said going into this. I trust James Gunn's casting. Sure. Uh-huh. So if these are the three that he's like, okay, this is the, you know what I mean. This is what and I'm at looking the end of the day, for. I trust Marvel's casting too, to the point where I'm thinking about Killian and thinking about all my issues. But at the end of the day, how they shoot him, like he's so mentally intimidating. Mm. All of his gestures, his eyes are so piercing. I could totally go for it. I just want to see it before I feel connected to it. Yeah. Same with Millie Alcock. I think I would just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Now show me. She'd be she, as far as look goes for me. The look, um, I think that the. Out of the three that that they are up right now, Meg Donnelly has the best look as far as super mm. Supergirl. F- again, for me. Mm. Um, but what do you see out of those three? And is there anyone else that you you could see? That's the thing. I was trying to go through all the media, and then that's the problem when you watch so much at a time. It's hard to process it all. Um, you know, I I I don't want this to happen because. She is already playing a pretty prominent superhero, but the actress that plays Starlight, I actually think would would like gives me the look pretty well. But she's already doing something she's with the voice, so you don't. Right, you, there, right. There's no point in, in trying to redo that. But if if I had to pick out of the ones you said, I would go with uh, Millie Alcock again, just because of the House of the Dragon sure. performance. I got enough to go. Yeah, okay. And you're more familiar with her for sure. But the other question I had for you. Is that they mentioned? Um, they mentioned that Warner Brothers might just go straight out to a movie star. Mm. Who's yeah. the movie star? Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's when I think if you're going to do that, then you try and convince Florence Pugh to be in both universes. I think because she fits it a little bit more than than Jennifer Lawrence does. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She's the age. So. And... I mean, maybe age wise, but mm-hmm. look wise, I don't know. She, especially, I, I, yeah. I'm. I'm just. I think Florence Pugh's a great actress. I. I just. I don't get the hype. I think she's a great actress. Great actress. And she's also in Marvel. She's also in the MCU right now. No, no, no. I understand that. That's what I'm saying is if you want to do both, that's the question is do you actually want to go down that path and do both of them? And that's a a lot to do. So probably not because she is – with her, did she end up winning the Oscar? No, right. she just got nominated, right? I don't remember. So, but is she a major? Would you say she's a major movie star? Oh yet? yeah, dude. I, don't know if she not, a major I can't movie think of a lot yet. of people between twenty and thirty that are major movie stars right now for some reason. Well, Jennifer Lawrence is a movie star, whether or not her things. And I don't think I think she's I'm a gonna, movie star. It, it, it's Jennifer of of, of like the, those kind of leading ladies of that age at this point is Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone, and right. honestly Florence Pugh. She's that. She's kind of that. She's if if this is a Drake, Kendrick, J Cole mm-hmm. situation. Florence Pugh has at this point become the J. Cole. So Jennifer Lawrence is by far and away uh, the Drake. Yeah. She's right. the very, like, I, I, she makes the She's jokes, I mean, yeah. whatever. Then Emma Stone is out here being Kendrick. Emily Blunt. But where, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Emily Blunt's a little older than them. She's a little she? older, but I'm just, yeah. you're saying on that, you're saying on the, that. The three age of them in that age range. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it does. I don't. I don't know who the ma- the major movie star is that they would go after. Yeah, I'm something. Not there's sure. not a lot in that generation that is is yeah. movie star because we just don't have that type of yeah. sensibility about movies right now. Um, oh my God, they better not cast Taylor Swift. No, they wouldn't do that. She's, she's gonna be, and she's going to be in Deadpool. 
Uh, <laughs> that's fair. We that's didn't fair. get a chance to cover everything today because, again, like I said, I got a, I have an interview with Ian McShane that I'm going to be doing, and that's going to air either this Monday or next Monday. And I have a feeling you guys will forgive me for cutting this the show short because of so. Um, I'd like to thank my co-host today both Koi Jandro and Winston Koi you were on time where, yeah where can I see you? I was like, early today first time first mic uh, you can find me at Koi Jandro on YouTube TikTok Twitter Instagram and I just put up my top 24 most anticipated of 2024 as of this morning Friday so check it out Winston I mean, I had to be fair to Koi. He's always the one holding up the caboose here. Uh, you can find me at the Swaggy Blur on all the platforms, man. Breakfast AM News. You see uh, Game Time. We're going to hop into uh, the playoffs. Uh, so definitely come and check out with me and Roka uh, on Tuesdays. And that's it for right now. All right, guys. So thank you once again. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. If you're brand new to the show, click that button, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you next time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 